If you know people in the business, just let them know that you're interested because they would rather have people they can come back to repeatedly and get money from and then have to go out and find new investors. So if you can make friends with a company that knows that you will send your money pretty quick, that gives you access as an investor. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Best ever listeners, I'm excited to introduce you to our newest host that we're bringing on to the team. His name is Slocum Reed, along with myself and Ash. Slocum will be providing value to every interview he does. I've known Slocum for years and I've watched his portfolio continue to grow. He currently owns and operates 65 units, including converting three units into an office building. So he's an owner operator. He's coming from certainly a different perspective than I have. I know he's going to bring his expertise and cut through the fluff and get the best real estate investing advice ever for you. So welcome, Slocum Reed. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Slocum Reed. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. And today we have Judy Brower Fancher with us. How are you doing, Judy? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Great to have you here. Judy is the founder of Brower, Miller & Cole, a private research firm. Her current portfolio includes 20 senior living multifamily, one industrial, one self-storage, and two multifamily properties. She is a passive commercial real estate investor who just sold the assets of her 27-year commercial real estate marketing firm, where she represented more than 100 commercial real estate companies. She's based in Newport Beach, California, and you can say hi to her on LinkedIn. She is Judith Brower on LinkedIn. Judy well, Brower Fancher on everything. <laughs> Judy Brower Fancher on everything. Great. Well, Judy, tell us about yourself. What got you into marketing for real estate firms? Well, growing up in Southern California, everyone has pride on where they live. I think a lot of commercial real estate started here. My dad worked for an architectural firm. When I was growing up, and then he worked for two large landowners, and he was their public relations person. So I went into my dad's field, but I like to say that he also has three normal children. That's how I got started. (laughs) And when I I decided to start my own company after working for other firms, commercial real estate was truly what I loved. So I like to say I love a building when I've known it since it was a hole in the ground. That's awesome. Tell us about... You were working in marketing and research for 27 years. Did you have a specialty within that for your clients? Specifically on commercial real estate companies, which is how I got my background, which I hope is helpful as an investor to me now. And we've done everything from television advertising to public relations to putting on investor relations meetings for institutional investor companies to working with syndicators on getting attention from both the opportunity side and from the investor side. So we've worked on every product type. I think everything we've done land, we've done self-storage, industrial office, multifamily retail, huge. And the company still exists. I did sell the assets to someone I trained for 10 years. So if anybody wants to reach out to find out about that, I'm just saying that's a thing, but that's actually not what I'm doing now. So now I'm trying to make money off the money I earned. (laughs) Absolutely. That makes you a pretty well-informed passive investor, right? 
hoping so. I'm not as smart on the finance side as I think I am on probably the product and market. We are the company work nationally, so I have a really good feel for a lot of the markets. And I actually started investing with my clients. I asked permission. They didn't come after me. I asked a few of my clients if I could invest with them. And that's how I got my feet wet a long time ago. That's awesome. So Judy, with you focused on your own passive investing now, making money with the money you worked hard to earn, and given that you have a very solid understanding of the assets themselves and of markets, what advice do you have for other passive investors and the research that they should be doing into a market or into an operator before they invest their hard-earned money? I've had really a lucky path with being able to invest alongside my clients. Also, I think what you need to do is use all the parts of your brain. (laughs) You want to look at what are the environmental factors if you're investing in certain parts of the country, are you in flood zones? And yes, the sponsor should know that too. But if you're trying to weigh risk and say, what can I do that more sure? Because that's what as an investor I want to do now is more sure things is to look at each market and maybe environmental things. I was just in Louisville, Kentucky, which I love, and I want to maybe do some PR for them. It's a great city, but it is not growing. I don't know why. They have the Derby. They have bourbon. It's not horrid weather. Everything about it seems right, but I think if you're investing now, you want to look for cities where there's tech because that seems to attract the young families and that makes it grow, and they don't seem to have tech there. They have Humana one of the largest health things in the country, but that's still not the young people coming in. So that's how I try and look at things. Another thing that I have done, because I work with companies that are investing, is to look where are my big clients investing and what are they seeing there in the markets? And that can help me understand what I might see. I hate to say that anything's a sure bet, but I have a great story from yesterday. Go for it. I've only done one crowdfunded investment. All the others I've known the people personally that I've invested with. But I went to try and do another crowdfund one yesterday. It's an obvious win. They're buying properties to take care of all the trucks and all the supply chain stuff. They have huge properties and they're all over Houston, which I guess they know they're going to flood too. But they have identified and gotten five properties under control. They have five more that they've identified that they're trying to get under control. The invest now button went live. I clicked on it. It said number 127 in line. Wow. Uh huh. And then I got a thing saying, okay, go ahead and get your paperwork started. And because I'd worked with them before, bang, bang, my steps into them. They're like, okay, documents will be available at five o'clock. At 5.01, I went in and got my documents and started working on them. And at 5.50, I got an email saying you're too late. Wow. So when you have a sure thing, like now where everyone thinks industrials, it's the flavor of the month above multifamily, I believe. <laughs> if you can get in on a go, you're going to win. It's correct. Right now, industrial, they're saying they're going to need 10 times as much. And these guys are yeah. supply chain support for industrial. I think that's going to work. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes. But first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at PassiveInvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. PassiveInvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. 
They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive Investor Guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. Mark your calendars for the Best Ever Conference, February 24th through 26th, back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies, building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. You can get 15% off right now with the code BEC15 at besteverconference.com. That's the code BEC15 for 15% off at besteverconference.com. It seems like in 2021 and 2022 here soon, that sense of urgency is vital for getting to the right deals, regardless of which seat you're sitting in. If you're on the buy side of anything right now, that sense of urgency is really helpful. Judy, what is it about this opportunity that you pounced on, but we're still a little bit too late for? What was it about that opportunity that makes you think that it's a home run? I think because I talk to people from all over the country about what's going on, I try and read. I don't think you can buy any industrial right now that's not a win, literally. I don't think that's possible right now because I think the statistic was they need about three times as much as exists right now. Now, I do look at the timeline because I think things change. You never know what's coming down the pike. So anything that's industrial that's within five years timeline, I'm good with. I wouldn't go on to a 20-year industrial. I'm not sure if something's going to change where all of a sudden people wouldn't need industrial in 20 years. But the quicker, the better for me. That's what I look at in all of them. I got into a multifamily in Sacramento. And this is guys that I know. And they wrote back and said, we can only take part of your money because everyone wanted in on this. So it was sort of the same thing, but this is a 12 unit building in Sacramento that was 90% vacant absentee owner just hadn't taken care of it. They're going to fix it up and flip it within 12 months and we're all going to make money. So I'm going to say that having friends in the right places is almost what you need right now. And for people that are investing, if you know people in the business, just let them know that you're interested because They would rather have people they can come back to repeatedly and get money from and then have to go out and find new investors. So if you can make friends with a company that knows that you will send your money pretty quick, that gives you access as an investor. Judy, thank you. That's very helpful. Talk to the best ever listeners who are high net worth individuals looking to invest passively. They also have very busy professional and personal lives. They want to spend one to two hours a week beyond listening to our podcast and the other podcasts they listen to. They want to spend one to two hours a week studying or doing the activities they need to do to get access to great deals. What are the one or two things that passive investors can do on a regular basis that will help them recognize and take advantage of great opportunities right now? I would think that LinkedIn is a good thing to spend half an hour on. 
and look at the stories and look at what's being bought and who's buying it and maybe reach out to them because LinkedIn is a professional tool that works very well. If you say, hi, I'm a passive investor. Can I link in with you? I'm interested in your company. That's going to be a welcomed outreach. And then honestly, looking at just the trade news, just keeping in touch with what's happening and other kinds of news. If you can think up topics about if you find out where tech's going and all that, like I'm saying, things that make the economy move that are attractive now that look like growth things where healthcare and I think healthcare and tech are the biggest ones. That seems like the best way to do it. And then depending on how much you're willing to place, I'm going to sidewind on your question really fast and say that my idea, people talk about that they have a diverse portfolio and they mean they have small and large cap stock and the stock market just goes up and down and up. It doesn't matter what company you're in. It doesn't matter if it's foreign or local or anything. I don't understand that's not diverse. So that's probably the other thing that I would say, if you want to be diverse, that I do have multifamily and self-storage and industrial and senior housing. And I have stuff in the Northeast, and I think I'm going to buy something in the Southeast now, but I definitely have things in the West and I have something in Tennessee. That's where the industrial opportunity came up. It's an Amazon building. So it's great. Nice. I think that's more diversification. And that is another place you want to spend your time is making sure you're not just chasing one asset class. Or if you're going to be a passive investor, there's no reason not to spread your risk by going in some into a bunch of different product types and different geographies. Do you think, Judy, it's important for the sake of diversification to invest with a broader number of general partners? Or should passive investors be finding the one, two, three people they know, like, trust and can place their money with. I am a fan of experience. So I did a couple of little toe touch deals, just tested people a little bit. I mean, not to be saying I tested them, but to try and get comfort level. But I definitely like repeat investing with people that have a good track record that I've seen them performing on what they're doing. And they're like, hey, we have this other one. Do you want to go in on that? Yes, thank you. So for me, there's no reason to put all of my investments with one party. I don't have anything against putting investments with the same party if they're doing different product types or different geographies. I think that's great because then you do have that comfort level with the people you're investing with. Because I like when you have a question, you can get an answer. Of course. That's, that's the great thing about actually knowing these people that are running the businesses that you can get hold of if you have a question. Totally. As competitive as it is right now to get invested in great deals, do you suggest that newer passive investors do the toe touch and invest the minimum or the safe smaller amount of their capital the first time? Or should they really just be pouncing on the great opportunities they find? If you have an industrial portfolio and you have a bunch of money, you may as well put a bunch in there. One of the things I try and look at when you're talking about being busy and everything is that it's going to take you some amount of time to get the materials back to them and get everything put in order and everything. And if you're going to put your money out and you put in a small amount and it's going to take you five years to make $10,000, is that the best use of your time today? Maybe in your own business, you can make more money than that faster. Alternately, because I did have a service business where I was working by the hour and I had employees, so net profit at the end of that minus taxes. When I first invested in real estate and I put in, I don't know, 20,000 bucks and I got back 28,000, I couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, I didn't even do any work. This is amazing. 
Yeah. It's kind of fun. Someone else is doing so it's a little bit of time to do it. But I'm just saying, if you think about the time period and everything, you don't want to put in so little that the return is a waste of everyone's time. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes. But first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Let me ask you a question. Do you want to start your own syndication business? Or maybe you've tried, but you've been unable to get your first apartment deal? Well, it's hard. I know firsthand getting started in syndication is not easy. So have you considered working with a mentor? Imagine working one-on-one with a full-time syndicator who can help you do your first apartment building deal faster, help you avoid big mistakes, and scale your portfolio. If you feel like I'm speaking to you right now, then I want you to check out the mentoring program from my friend Michael Blanc, who specializes in helping people get started with apartment buildings. I've known Michael for many years now, and he genuinely wants to help people become financially free. He developed a proven system and has helped hundreds of people do their first apartment building deal. I know he can help you as well. To find out more, text the word Joe. J-O-E, to 66866. I know Michael's going to take care of you. Go ahead and text the word Joe, J-O-E, to 66866. Do it right now while it's fresh on your mind, and let's get you started with your own apartment syndication business. Deals and money. We are constantly seeking deals and money as real estate investors, and I bet you're having a challenge right now, especially with deals, if you're like most real estate investors, because it's tough to find deals right now. But here's the thing. There's a competitive advantage out there that when implemented, it will help you accomplish your objective of getting more deals and or getting more investors. And that is having a great follow-up system. Having a great follow-up is one of the keys to success in real estate. And follow-up boss is the leading CRM for real estate. This is the system you need in place so you can reach out to owners and brokers directly for deals or you can follow up with your investors and you do it all in one spot. The CRM makes it 10 times faster to call and text owners, then integrates those into a software so nothing slips through the cracks. The follow-up boss conversion system and powerful management tools help align your methods and drive growth that otherwise it could have been missed and probably would have been missed. Go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever to get a system in place. And if you need help, they got you covered. Follow-up boss offers experts seven days a week. You can pick up the phone and speak to an actual human being anytime during business hours. Visit followupboss.com forward slash best ever to check out how much time you could save by streamlining your follow-up process. Best ever listeners, they're treating you extra special. You get an extended 30-day free trial, twice the length of the normal trial. For a limited time, go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever and perfect your follow-up. Let's say you, Judy identify a great operator, a great GP, do you go ahead and connect with them and get preliminary paperwork and stuff done before they have a deal to present just so that you can get on it faster? I haven't needed to do that outside of the crowdfunding thing that I tried. Gotcha. And the others, they'll ask for interest and they ask you how much you're interested. So then they start slotting people in, the smaller ones that I've seen that are doing it on a more personal basis. I guess I'd filled out things on their website of what accounts and different stuff like that. But then when it's an investment opportunity and they email you, then you click in and put in how much you're wanting to do. And they tell you, yes, great. Or like I said, in that one case, they got oversubscribed really fast. And they came back to me and said, sorry, but we'll take it. It was about 50% of what I wanted. Gotcha. What crowdfunding platforms do you recommend? 
I am investing with self-defined benefit plan money, like IRA. I mean, I have to move it into an IRA account to spend it on real estate. And I have found that CrowdStreet has more deals that accept that. CrowdStreet. Yeah. Realty Mogul didn't seem to have as many deals that were okay for investing through that. So that's the platform that I have used. They answer their emails. I don't know them personally, but they do answer their emails. We're going to do a best ever lightning round. You ready for some quick questions? I am. Awesome. Judy, what is your best ever way to give back to the community? I am the vice chair of membership for an Urban Land Institute National Product Council called the Entertainment Development Council. And I am also on the board of my local ULI, which is another way that I meet and learn things from people that I guess I should have mentioned. If you have a local ULI chapter, that's a good way to get knowledge on real estate. What does ULI stand for? Urban Land Institute. It's the people that own all the real estate in the United States and the world. It's an international group. What is a best ever book you've recently read? I just read a book called Small Giants, which is by Bo Burlingham. It's about companies that stay small on purpose. They make a ton of money and they stay small, which is my taste. It's my taste for running a business and for investing. Tell us about the deal you've lost the most money on. I invested the most money I'd ever invested into a high rise in Phoenix to be built. And I think it was in the early 90s. And the owner walked away from it. And Mm. I was a limited partner, passive investor, no choice. Just kind of jaw drop. It's like, oh, my money's gone. What happened? Why did they they leave? They didn't build it. I think that Arizona or the country went into a big recession and they didn't move forward on it and they'd let it go. They turned the dirt back over to the bank, I guess, they'd taken the loan from. Wow. Tell us about the deal you've made the most money on. It's coming up. Actually invested in an industrial park in Orange County, California, also in the 90s. And I well doubled my money in 15 months. You said it's coming up. That deal went full cycle. What's coming up? The Sacramento multifamily one is going to probably double my money, I think. I'm about to get out of a fund where, is it okay to have a second to tell? My client let me in on the friends and family, and I didn't quite understand what he meant at the beginning. I wasn't as sophisticated in my investing on it, don't guess. I am in on the people that are syndicating. We, because I'm passively in it tie up the property and then syndicate it. So we only have a 90 day exposure before it's owned by it. And that is going to close sometime at the beginning of next year. And I assume that means that we get a bundle all at once. So that might be good. Nice. You said it should double your money. How long is the hold period for that? The one in Sacramento, the hold period. That's going to probably be 12 months, but they said maybe two years, but it's going to probably be 12 months. Doubling your money in 12 months to two years is not bad for sure, especially when you can do it passively. Yeah, (laughs) they're doing it for me. What is the best way, Judy, to reach out to you if any of our best ever listeners have questions? Finding me on LinkedIn is the easiest. And I guess I probably am slash Judith Brower, but I think if you search Judy Brower Fancher, you find me. (laughs) Search Judy Brower Fancher and you will find Judy. On LinkedIn, yeah, that is the best. Awesome. Well, Judy, we appreciate you being here on the podcast, telling us your story of growing up into commercial real estate, spending your professional career 
supporting commercial real estate investors, getting into investing passively with your own clients. And now being on this podcast as part of it, thank you. You're helping other passive investors identify great opportunities. Well, best ever listeners, we hope you have a best ever day. Judy, thank you again for sharing your story with us and giving us some best ever advice. And we will see you again tomorrow.